0: Welcome to Mind Training and Homotherapy, a podcast that explores ideas to help you live a life that is more purposeful, intentional, and fulfilled. I am your host, Dr. Henry Gregory, and I thank you for tuning in. Hello, folks. Welcome to today's show. And, um, happy late winter. Today I'd like to talk about, um, violence. At least a type of violence. I'd like to talk about comparison. I I see comparison as one of the most violent things you can do to a person. Comparison, you know, it's about, um... Rating or evaluating one person's um, behavior, attributes, characteristics um, against another's. And it requires some kind, usually, some kind of judgment about um, who's right, worthy, what things, excuse my language, should be. And when we compare, we're looking for uniformity. We're looking for conformity. We're looking for conformity. And that is to have the, the, the attitudes, beliefs, and behaviors of, uh, of everyone be um, standardized, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of robs us of our uniqueness. About individuality and ability to contribute in the ways that are unique to each one of our makeup. Uh, And and with with young people, standardized testing becomes the big issue. So kids go to school... And more and more, everything is about these standardized tests. Most of them uh, uh, revolve around reading, writing, and math. But, again, they're comparing people based on this uh, standard that's that's agreed upon by the experts that usually feeds the bottom line of... um, uh, a society usually feeds the bottom line of uh, corporate interests. And, 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 and for my way of seeing, it's more about reinforcing and teaching people what to think than how to think. I remember one of my mentors used to say, Fred used to say, um, there's not a lot of thinking going on on this planet a lot of program reaction, but not a lot of honest thinking. And I'm not sure that we're promoting that in, in school because what we're doing a lot of times is we're teaching to the test. And just the, the fact of these standardized tests creates a lot of stress for students by themselves, but it also can, can limit um, creativity, and can dampen a student's potential. What I mean by that is, you know, again, most of these tests teach toward um, math, reading, and writing, Um, and, and they reinforce two out of a number of intelligences. Most school work in most schools is focused on um, logical, mathematical intelligence. It's focused on linguistic intelligence. But there are, depending on, on which version of the system you use, there are at least five to seven more intelligences. So, in other words... A kid may feel stressed and do real poorly on the standardized test because uh, he or she is not, um, those intelligences that they test are not their long suit. Mm -hmm. But that kid may be very good, very um, talented, have strengths in a, a number of other areas. And some of those areas are, uh, for instance, um, visual or spatial intelligence. You know, visual or spatial intelligence, those are, uh, artists, visual artists certainly do those. Um, um, mechanics, engineers. I tell you, coming up in a family of mechanics, I can just watch the way a person handles tools in his hands, how he deals with the space between the tool and the actual goal that he's working on and, and have a sense of how competent that person is. Because that takes a special kind of spatial intelligence again. Mm-hmm. Then there's bodily and kinesthetic intelligence, you know, uh, the ability to uh, work with one's um, body in, in uh, creative ways, you know, dancers, builders, you know, sculptors, you know, like that. There's musical intelligence, you know, and it's not just about uh, music, but certainly composers and singers and uh, uh, performers like that. But even more than that, musical intelligence is about people who recognize the harmony uh, uh, between different energies, how things have to fit together in order to flow to work. Mm -hmm. Um, who have a kind of an in, innate understanding of the rhythm of, of life that that may manifest as sound, but it's more than that too. And then there's, of course, um, interpersonal intelligence. You know, skilled at um, verbal and nonverbal communication and and um, at doing relationships, conflict resolution. Uh, hopefully, some mental health. Professionals have that skill and, you know, psychologists and... Oh, you know who generally has those skills, interpersonal skills? Very good salesmen, you know? You know, you ever walk onto a, a parking lot or a used car parking lot and somebody walks up to you and starts talking to you uh, and, and in five minutes, he or she's your best friend because they've done been all the same places, enjoy some of the things. They have gotten to know you, share some things with you in five minutes uh, before they start talking about the, the car. Mm-hmm. That's skill. That's skill. And then there's intrapersonal intelligence. Intrapersonal intelligence is more about um, uh, one's ability to look inside um, uh, generally writers, philosophers, um, scientists, theorists, you know will have um, high intrapersonal intelligence. And then um, more recently, what, what's been added to that list is um, naturalistic intelligences. Um, gardeners, farmers, conservationists, biologists, people who understand natural life's uh, uh, life and growth cycles, and relate to nature in a special way. So now, as I'm, as I'm listing all of those intelligences, understand, again, that the way most of our schools are set up, they only function on two of those. So you can be very bright, very talented, have a lot of strengths in some of those other areas, and go to school and end up feeling very dumb, very stressed, unwanted, unappreciated, Remember now, all of us have issues, innate issues about our our, uh, our esteem, our worth, our adequacies, and school is one of the first places that things get reinforced. So, if someone does not recognize your uniqueness because they're just focusing on the test, that can be very damaging. That can be very damaging. And, and even past school, in the largest sense, it reinforces um, a mindset, a type of thinking we call dichotomous thinking. Dichotomous thinking is uh, either or. If you right, wrong, in or out, up, down, black or white, mm-hmm, it's putting things in um, these um, categories and boom, that's where they are. As opposed to diunital thinking, Diunital thinking recognizes that everything exists on a continuum, and there are gray areas and degrees for everything. So it, it can't—it's not, it's, it's not either you're on my team or you're not; either you're right or you're wrong. Ah diunital di- thinking says there are degrees. I may agree with you about some things I can feel you on and some things I can't. Uh, it doesn't mean that, it, that I don't like you. It just means that some things, you know, we don't agree upon. That's more diunital di- thinking. That actually requires more real, genuine assessment. Dichotomous thinking is usually based on a judgment. A judgment is about deciding who is right and who is wrong. <clears throat> um, real thinking is more about assessment. I get certain um, information from you, or from our interaction. It leads me in, in certain directions, and I begin to understand and respond to that understanding as opposed to put you in a category because I see one picture of you doing something and say oh that person is so-and- so and let me put them in that box huh. I'm, I'm, go- I'm it's my opinion that this standardization and this conformity is a product of the way we do corporate uh, capitalism in this society. Because when we are looking at those tests, we're actually skimming to see who will fit into the assembly line of the gross national product, who's who's in and who's out. you know, <laughs> Because that's where the scholarship's going to go, that's where we're going to give them the label of, oh, you're smart and you can get a good job and dot, dot, dot. If you don't fit into that, uh, then we don't have as quite as much use for you. So it, so it is supported by the dichotomous thinking, and about this, you know, um, this competition, competition. So much in our society is about competition. Uh, and, you know, competition, you know, has its place like everything else, even, even the, the, the dichotomous thinking. But what it robs us of is um, diversity, diversity. Again, you're either in or you're out. And as such, um, if you are a little different, from the standard, that means you might not be included, mm-hmm. and what that also means that everybody is include who is included is thinking and acting pretty much alike. So when that group goes to solve problems, their problem solving is coming from a pretty out of a pretty uh, homogeneous pool. Mm-hmm. They, they basically think alike. Mm-hmm. But when we allow more diversity, people who think different, have different strengths, different talents, different perceptions to participate in a genuine way in the problem solving, we get more creative decisions. We get more creative decisions. And I tell you, just from my way of saying it, we're kind of at the wall where life is requiring that on the planet right now. <laughs> we're requiring for some other mindsets. Um, some other ways of looking at things to be more involved in how we do resources, uh, um, um, interact with nature, plan plan our futures.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, <laughs> we we need more diversity in how we think perceive and act to 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 solve our problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, what that means, though, what that means is many of those who head up a lot of the systems in our society uh, had to give up some power. And I'll tell you a secret about power. Power is addicting. So it's like, I mean, it's... It's like a drug. It's not easy to walk away away from. Mm -hmm. So 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 it's it's a process. It's a process, but a necessary process um, for us to um, take care of more people in our communities on the planet to appreciate their their contributions to see them as a, a valuable and allow their perspectives to be included in our problem-solving efforts and our efforts to um, manage the present and build the future. So that's, you know, that, that's quick and dirty, but, you know, um, I guess as part of it is it, it's based on the reality that we all have biases Well, we can say perspectives, but, you know, we all have unique ways of seeing things. When we allow people who who have different ways of seeing things than us, then we're going to have a richer interaction, a richer interaction. But if we set all of the rules that support our comfort and our perception of power and and progress— then we're not going to really open up the door to let um, diverse people in. It's, it's like you can get in, but only if you think, look, and act like I do, mm-hmm. like this majority does. Mm-hmm. But if you diversify too much, um, then we, 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 we don't see you as valuable.
1: What do you think, Daryl? I think I'm having a moment over here gotcha. um I'm having like this like aha moment over mm-hmm. here right and and it's one of those moments that brings me to a place of gratitude because it is a moment of an or another moment of things really connecting for me mm-hmm. right. And so um, that's why I love having these conversations. That's why I love doing this, because it's all b- like blocks just building mm-hmm. on top of the other. Right. And so as you were speaking, what it took me to is um, the conversation that we had um, on camera where we were talking about, you know, um, you know, empathy and being able to connect with people and even if we don't agree with their behavior, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so during that conversation, you mentioned um, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, Mm -hmm. right? And what comparison does is that it starts to, in a way, um, pull you away from those needs or the ability to meet those needs. And what I mean by that is that one of the the needs that you mentioned was Love and belonging, mm-hmm. right? And self-actualization. So if you feel like you're not in line with the standard, mm-hmm. it leads you to believe that you don't belong, right? Go ahead. And if I can jump in. And we all feel that
0: way at some point, mm-hmm. you know? Um, you know, as we growing and we, we may, it may change as we go deeper, as we have wide experience, but we all have those questions about ourselves, mm-hmm. even those who are on top of the systems, if you will, mm-hmm. they, may, they may act that out by exaggerating mm-hmm. their power or issues of control mm-hmm. or, 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 or deviant behavior right. You know that nobody, when nobody's watching. Yeah. But they have them too, because at some level, we all start there questioning our,
1: our value exactly exactly and so you know it it um in some ways um pulls us away from or there's a word that i'm looking for but it, it disturbs our route to that self-actualization mm-hmm. because we have this conflicting moment where we believe that in order to belong in order to achieve <clears throat> we need to be like others yes. we need to be you know we need to go with the group and, you know, we start to lose ourselves in that journey. And so to your point, whether it's in school or whether it's from a corporate, you know, perspective, you know, we make these compromises in order to get through. We give ourselves away. Yes. And what's the saying? Above all, to thine own Onself self be true. true. And two things
0: required with that. <laughs> One is to focus enough to go inside and figure out what's really, what do I really want? perceive and want to do and then the second part is to have the courage and faith to act on that yeah but yes above all to thine own self be true yeah when we're not doing that we feel empty we feel feel unfulfilled
1: yes and so it's 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 you know to your point it's very violent you know it's um it's it's very uh there's a word that I'm looking for that, that I can't come to but either way it's we have all this language that seeks to separate, that seeks to label. And we you know, spend so much time as a society, as a culture, focusing on the differences so that we can put people in these different boxes mm-hmm. that we don't spend enough time just discussing where we all agree, where we all connect, the things that are mutual among all of us.
0: The, the similarities. Yes. And accepting folks for what they bring to the table. Yeah. Again, I, when I'm thinking about this in in a parenting sense, mm-hmm. you know, it 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 makes parents anxious and nervous when I see my kid, you know, performing in a way that I don't think he's going to be successful uh, out in the corporate world or mm-hmm. or in in in, in, further in school mm-hmm. and, and whatever. But the, but in essence, the, the the task is to help him. To be competent at being him,
1: yeah.
0: So, so what worked for his sibling, mm-hmm. who is you know two years older than him, may not work for him.
1: Yeah.
0: What worked for you know her, her 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 cousin or her mother. Yeah. You know it may not make work for her. So it's about customizing what we give to our young people, mm-hmm. and custom and being open enough to see and appreciate the uniqueness, the differences, Mm -hmm. while we're acknowledging that yes, we all want the same things and have some basic similarities. Yeah. And and the whole point of this thing is, so many people in our society are locked out because um, they don't conform to the standards that we have and we don't even understand that so many of the society's standards come from the corporate interest in the bottom line and being able to control people. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. So it tells so many folks that you're not worthy. And a lot of these standardized tests, you know um, that there's a lot of research that says that uh, African-Americans and and Asians do poorly. Is it African-Americans and Asians? No, African-Americans and Latinos Do poorly on a lot of these tests, Mm -hmm. and 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 they they say it's not um, relate. It not doesn't relate to um, knowledge per se. That's my note on that. Oh, it says, um, yeah, whites and Asians usually score better than blacks and Latinos in ways that are unlikely. To be explained by class differences across races, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you know there, there's an other built-in bias that happens. And again, what we do as a society, we start to take those things mm-hmm. and start to look at each other, <clears throat> compare ourselves to each other, compare our children, and we begin to to to, to perpetrate the same. Injustices. Exactly. Like that. So if I'm l- looking at to uh, deal with injustice, I don't have to only go downtown to demonstrate. I can demonstrate right here inside of me.
1: Yeah. 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 Completely agree. Completely agree. So, yeah, I, I guess, you know, my point is I, f- I find this um, this topic to be very, you know, very relevant. And it definitely, um, you know, connects to other things that we've talked about before. But um, but yeah, you know, when I look at my own children and, you know, how they learn and how just unique they are between the two of them, it's always important when we're dealing with educators that. We see that they are seeing the individuality in these children, even though that can be difficult, um, but that they recognize that and that there isn't this overarching continuous effort to try to get them to just fall in line. Yes. I mean, we can even start with the uh, assumption that everybody has a skill,
0: talent, or something to contribute that is, is of value. Now, <laughs> Conformity says, standardization says that society may not value what that person has to contribute. Yes. That's on the society. That's not on the person. Yeah. Everybody comes here with something mm-hmm. that will enhance the whole mm-hmm. if we allow them to be who they are and give them the kind of support, nourishment, mm-hmm. uh, that they need. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Okay.
0: All right, folks. So you know, uh, like I say happy late winter and you know it's, it's 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 warmer here
1: than it's been and who knows snow's finally melting away <laughs> i can get back to some of the work that i was doing before the snow started
0: uh, <laughs> yes i understand it's even warm in poland today really and i talk to my folks in georgia like that although the, it's giving me snow again in poland though. oh so. uh, wow
1: well. yeah sorry for those guys <laughs>
0: <laughs> blessings to you all take care of yourselves